Welcome back. This is Emily at Emily's Podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels, Part 2, Episode 3 of Questions and Answers. Number 1. Before the flood water and you noticed the headstones were moved, how often did you visit the cemetery? Answer. We would visit the cemetery once or twice a week. I would sit on the bench and talk with them, listen to the birds chirp, and watch the traffic go by. And at times when we were in the area, we would drive through. And most of all, after storms, we would go out afterwards. Number two, when your daughter and you would call the city, did they return your calls? Answer, no. No returned calls from any of them until March 28, 2016, when we met at the cemetery at 3 p.m., but no returned calls after that, even after the city manager said he would call me to set an appointment date to look at pictures. I had to call him. Then after the meeting on April 6, 2016, the three individuals took the fence. I knew I had to investigate it fully after they pointed out they cut down a tree, a tree that never stood where they say they cut one down. They were trying to make me believe the South tree was the North tree, which the North tree was cut down back in 2010, 2011. Number three, how soon did you start calling an attorney when you realized the city wasn't helping? The first time I mentioned calling an attorney was on April 6, 2016. On April 18, 2016 was when I first called and actually talked with an attorney. He called me back on April 19th and gave me some very good advice. Number four, what made you decide to write everything down in a timeline? Answer. I decided to write the conversations and actions down throughout this, just in case. Exactly what is happening now happens. Everything can be remembered to explain everything as it happened, and believe me, every bit of this is 100% the truth. Number five, Emily, how have you felt throughout all of this? Answer. I have felt misled, lied to, stalled, ignored, and most of all, hurt, heartbroken, and disrespected. Number six, even after they fixed the drains, did the cemetery still flood? Answer, my gosh, yes. And I do have pictures to the date of it looking like a pond, and at times, ducks swimming in it. Number seven, I get it, Emily. How do you walk away? How would anyone walk away? Answer, I can't. And I know with everything good in this world, there will be someone that will help us. I will get the resolution for Megan and for the rest of them. Number eight, in the beginning, when you and your daughter started calling the city, what did you expect from the city? Answer, we wanted the headstones moved back and the people to acknowledge what had happened. We were just ignored. That's why we say, 
This can't be made up. Ignored, but not made up. Number nine, Emily. Have you ever thought of giving up on this or letting it go? Answer, not one single time. I will not give up on this. How do I? How could anyone? What would Megan think of me to give up on her like that? And this is 100% the truth too. I'm not giving up. Number 10. In the storyline, you say your friend went with you to the cemetery on April 6, 2016, and the city manager followed you to the car. What did he ask your friend? Answer. The city manager was asking me to see the pictures as he walked behind me. When I approached my friend sitting, waiting in his truck, the city manager asked my friend if he believed the headstones had been moved. My friend replied, yes, not just one or two have been moved, a lot of them have been moved. The city manager turned and walked away. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you may email us at lowercase letters, Emily McMahon, E-M-I-L-Y-M-C-M-A-H-A-N-208 at gmail.com and or S.D. McMahon1959 at gmail.com. Stay kind with your words.